0: Hello, hello, hello! What's going on, everybody? This is the His Cape, Not Yours podcast. This is Brandon Merchant, uh, main host and uh, creator of the podcast. Here, um, just wanted to tune in with you guys this week. Um, I know we're uh, at least in Jersey. We are kind of slowly approaching this time now where um, things are starting to come back to normal, whatever normal means. You know, I think um, to be honest, we're never really going to get back to. "Quote unquote normal," but uh, this is a start. Um, the in-home quarantine has been lifted, so that's a start. And uh, I have seen some people kind of going out and about. Um, <laughs> you know, some of you guys been going out there. You know, um, I know they opened some of the dining uh, here in Jersey where you can dine outside now. Um, so that's a start. You know, it's um, not where we want to be uh, totally. I would say, in my opinion, but it's a start, you know. Um, so I look forward to uh, going out to some events potentially this week. Um, you know, Juneteenth is this Friday, um, it's June nineteenth for you for you guys that don't know. Um, and it's a celebration um, for uh, an event that took place in uh, eighteen sixty five. Um, it's it's a uh, it's gonna be a good day. Um, it's gonna be a good time. I think a lot of people are trending to this kind of in a way, replacing 4th of July. Not really. I mean, we're, st- we're still going to be off. Listen, I'm off on 4th of July. I don't know about y'all. So, actually, July 3rd this year because the 4th of July is on a Saturday. So, listen, 4th of July or 3rd, whatever day you want to call it, I will be, you know, still partaking in that. But uh, this year I believe, you know, Juneteenth celebration is definitely going to be more um, – More felt. I would say more felt uh, in the country this year. I I know Virginia, I believe, made the day um, a state holiday. So everybody will have a paid vacation day for, you know, wherever they are in the state. So that's something to be um, that's something to be enjoyed. You know, um, hopefully maybe that's, you know, something that can be added to the list of federal holidays one day. Um, Before we start, let me just say a prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you right now thanking you for just giving us this day in the first place, Father, being able to walk and talk and just do um, the little things, Father, that maybe we have taken for granted, Father. Um, I ask that you can use my voice um, on this podcast to be a conduit for somebody to receive you today or somebody to hear something that maybe they needed to hear, Father, um, to apply to their own lives and so that their lives can be advanced for your kingdom, Father. And it's all these things I pray. It's in your son Jesus Christ's name, Amen. All right, y'all. So, uh, topic today—that's um, really kind of just been—I don't know why it was just placed on me—but um, forgiveness, right? And the the Bible, or not the Bible really, but the but Christian Christianity is really, I would say, based on forgiveness because if if God did not have any thought of forgiving us and, and wanting to create a way for us to um, to be in relationship with him, he didn't have to, but he did. And that was uh, felt through Jesus Christ being sent down uh, to die on the cross um, for our sins. And in that being done and in that action, um, we hear this term grace and mercy, Um and it's not, they're not too far from the idea of forgiveness because God grants us forgiveness for everything that we will do um, that is going to potentially uh, take away from his impact on our lives. And uh, ultimately, I believe the impact on the world, because I believe each and every one of us, right, each and every one of us is going to do something um, maybe in this lifetime that we are not necessarily uh, proud of. Um, not only towards others, but really to ourselves, really. Um, it might not sound like a lot, but, you know, the things that we do um, that take away from us being able to experience the best that God has for us, it, it really, I was sitting on it today, actually. It really sat on me for a second that, you know, we, we every day, you know, we see millions and millions and millions of of distractions, really, that, come into our lives that really set the tone for us maybe wanting to experience a new idea of truth, right? And and truth has somehow gotten so far away from the reality of God's word in today's society because we are constantly exposed to things that we believe to be true because it's happening all around us. And the more and more we we discover and really go back into God's word and see that some of the things that we've been told are truth because of the the way that people are doing it around us is kind of it's almost like really just forgetting everything that we had available from the beginning. Um, but anyway, back to the point is forgiveness, forgiveness is really aligned with Christ himself because there were a lot of times while Christ was here that he could have tried to use, you know, not even tried, he could have used it. It's no trying because he's the son of God. Um, he could have done a lot of things to people here because they were acting as disruptors of the mission that he was here for. Now, there were a lot of uh, events that took place um, because of pro- uh, prophecy um, some from Elijah, um, that's another biblical uh, figure in the Bible from the New Test from the excuse me Old Testament, and then also from Isaiah. Um, so there were certain parts throughout Jesus's walk here where he had to he he not only had to experience the emotion that most of us as humans experience, which is you know anger and frustration, especially when people try to disrupt. You know him experiencing everything that he was supposed to do while he was here. He wasn't here because he wanted to necessarily, but because he he knew that that was a part of fulfilling his prophecy. Um, and so, because even if you even if you look at when the at the moment when Jesus was about to um, die on the cross, he said, "Lord or God, take this cup from me," and. What that signified is that Lord, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want this. You know what I'm saying? And you know, a lot of times when He was here, there were a lot of times where I'm sure, you know, it doesn't say it specifically in the Bible because the Bible was written by people that merely walked with Him, but they weren't, they weren't Him Himself. So, but I, I can imagine Jesus being in many situations where forgiveness, where He had to forgive when. In experiencing the human emotion um, that we experience, he he was probably at times, um, you know, in a sense, overwhelmed because think about it. You know, he's sent here to to talk to people about the truth, about who he is, about who God really is and why he's here and, and what he really has for the people that follow him and. It's got to be frustrating not only to hear from people who are, you know, from, at least in his time, these are people like the Romans and people from, I guess you could call the opposite sides of the, um, what you would call the spiritual spectrum, where they weren't really people who would believe in, in God in the first place, but you also had people who did believe in God and still didn't believe him. And that had to be frustrating, that he had to constantly and consistently run into that. And so... Forgiveness. I'm I'm using that as a basis to to let you know what forgiveness really comes from, and that it does come from God, because without God, you know, He humbled Himself to say that I wouldn't been able to accomplish the things that I was able to while I was here without my Father, and so that's the foundation of where we need to understand that forgiveness comes from. Um, so. Let me, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna put it onto two fronts now. I'm gonna separate the two. So, we're gonna go into forgiving yourself, right? Because, like I said before, when we are in this lifetime and we are exposed to so many different things that create this um, ideology of how life should really work, um, how our lives should be lived, um, the things that we desire to do, these things, more times than not, are from the world, and because they're from the world, they don't really represent the best that we can get. Although it seems like it. it. It how many times have we done things and thought about making decisions? And the decision that you make turns out to be the furthest thing away from what you were actually seeking in the first place? How many times, how many times has that happened to you where you swear up, you could have sworn up and down that this was the best decision for you to make. At the time, and now you're kind of on the back end of it saying, wow, there was more damage here than there was good in the first place. And so it can take times to forgive yourself, Um, especially I know, you know, just as an example, I know I'm the type of person where I, I I can understand that some of my decisions will impact me and only me, most decisions I'll say um they impact me directly but then there's other times where your decisions that you make are going to affect others around you and I know for me sometimes that that's something that I would never want to do I don't ever want to get in a situation or you know put my family or close friends in situations that put them in harm's way or put them in the way of their um you know emotional physical or you know spiritual damage and so that sometimes can be a hard pill to swallow for me. And I had to, at times throughout my walk, um, forgive myself. And again, I had to turn to the Father um, for forgiveness. And it, and I remember even, to be honest with you, there were times where I knew God for, would forgive me. I knew he would, but I just didn't, I wasn't ready myself to forgive myself for some of the things and some of the actions that I took um, that got Either myself or the people I cared about um, in less than ideal situations, um, and so to for in order to be able to forgive um, yourself, you have to look at you have to look at where you were in that season of life. Sometimes, um, instead of thinking about everything you could do to change what had already happened, you have to graduate into. A mindset of saying, okay, this is the decision that was made. And the best thing for me to do moving forward is to do my best to be wise now. You can't change, you can never change your past, but you can definitely change your future. And that's a part of the process of forgiveness. You know, it's like, uh, and we're going to talk about this later, but when you forgive somebody else, you're not necessarily saying that they have some sort of, you know, involvement or, or, uh, decision making in your future per se but all you're saying is that hey either I'm not gonna have I'm gonna have to make a decision not to turn to you in the future or I'm gonna have to make a decision to co- completely get you out of my you know my life or my picture moving forward. so I don't have to go through this again. And so it's kind of the same process when you're um, doing that with yourself. you can take the note to yourself and say okay I made this decision two, three months ago. I made this decision a week ago. I see how it came out, you know, to affect me now. So now I can use that wisdom, right? Because see, forgiveness doesn't always sound good on the front end, but on the back end, there's wisdom wisdom to be gained. Because when you're going through that emotional process up front after you've realized, you know, the consequences of your actions that you may have not expected from whatever decision that you made, now you're kind of flustered because you're, you're experiencing the emotions of it. You know, this is not what I expected. Um, wow, how, how could this happen to me? Or, you know, what I think is the, the most famous one um, is, why would God let this happen to me? You know, I, I swore I was making the right decision here, so why would God let this happen to me? And so immediately sometimes we, we, look, to, we look to God to see why he would let it happen but have we thought that just happenstance that god didn't allow it we just chose to make the decision that we wanted to because god will never force his will on us he will never force his his spirit to be on you all he can do is look and see if you are open to because god this is what the reason why god says i don't look for the, the most gifted or skilled people I look for the people that are the most available Because when you're available You're able to to see More so You're able to see more I'll say What God really wants you to do In certain seasons of your life Instead of you trying to rely on yourself Because whether or not you You want to hear this You are limited in thought You can do so many You can do everything up and down To rationalize um, any decision that you make, but you have to say, to you, are you going to humble yourself and say, hey, I can see, these are some things that I can see, but I know that my thought process is limited, so I want to access somebody higher than me to see what decision I should be making. And, you know, that, that part is, I think, the hardest part to do because, you um, you see, somebody—I don't know if you—if uh, you guys have heard this, I'm sure you have—but um, there's a quote that says, um, "I don't ask for for permission; I just ask for forgiveness." And so, in this context, I don't believe that that's that's accurate because if we have a God that we can go to, that will 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 and he not only—I'm not going to say he always will reveal everything that you should do. But we can lean on him for strength to make the tough decisions, even when it doesn't seem right. Now, if we have access to that, why make a decision just based on our own knowledge? You know, if there's if there's something better available, why not? Why not go for it? Um, And so uh, that's where I don't agree with that quote in particular, because now they don't tell you that when you ask for forgiveness, that. You know, it, there comes shame with that, that there comes guilt with that, that there comes uh, a heaviness, a burden with that. And and that's where I agree that there's some decisions that you need to make um, instead of constantly asking for permission for it. You just need to make it. However, I don't agree with you not going for permission at all. Um, and I believe that that quote, you know, kind of can say to some people um, you know if you're not reading between the lines just plain as day it can say oh just i'm just going to make whatever decision i want to make and then hopefully i can ask for forgiveness on the other side but see <laughs> here's another thing that just came to mind is asking for forgiveness it gets it gets tiring to ask for forgiveness where are my people out there who can relate to me in this in this regard how often do you get tired of Being less than what you should be Than what you know you could be You know how often are we going to continue Asking for forgiveness I mean God Here's the thing with God God's forgiveness is is unlimited It is unlimited Um, You can always ask for forgiveness Because as long as he's giving you life You always have the opportunity to Um, However It still nonetheless Can become tiring um, again, kind of, you know, just relating to myself and that experience is I love God and I, I know God is real. And, you know, I know I have a relationship with him. And if, if any of you are kind of like me in this regard, I I don't like disappointing people that I'm in relationship with. I want to give them the best that I can give them. I enjoy giving people the best that I can when I'm in relationship or friendship. Um, And, you know, I believe, you know, I guess in my mind, you know, God to me with growing up, I was like, man, there's nothing I can do to get it right. But the thing is, he understands that you are not going to get it right. He understands you're never you're not going to get it completely right, because, again, we are limited in our knowledge. All he asks is that he that we keep seeking him. That's really where what it boils down to. Um, And so, again, If you can seek him on the front end, right, or excuse me, if you can seek him on the back end, why can't you seek him on the front end as well before you make these decisions that put you in a place where you have to keep asking for forgiveness? And, um, you know, it it can be tiring, but it comes with the humbling process that God puts us through, you know, when things do not go in the direction that we always want it to. That is a part of the humbling process to understand that, hey, I'm not going to get every decision right. I'm not going to make the best decision every single day. Um, there are times where, you know, sometimes we want to make our own decisions. And um, it's not saying that God is not it's not like, oh, wow, like, you know, he's not he's not wanting you to make the better decision. But he understands that because we are in a constant battle with our flesh and our spirit, that it's not possible to happen a hundred percent of the time, and so forgive yourself today. Forgive yourself for all the things that you did. Forgive yourself for um, the relationships that you may have ended in the wrong manner. Forgive yourself for um, yelling at your your mother or your father, or you know, getting into an argument. Forgive yourself for. Um, Going to jail if you've been to jail before Forgive yourself for going through an abortion When you knew it wasn't really the best decision for you Forgive yourself um, for thinking sometimes And I don't know who this is for And this is going to be deep But uh, forgive yourself for thinking that it was your fault Why you were either A, sexually assaulted or, or B, raped Forgive yourself for that Forgive yourself for anything that you've done wrong Towards another human being, or if you feel like a burden, a burden that you've done something, you know, you've been doing things wrong by God. If you know that, then today's the day to stop making those same decisions to put yourself in that same predicament. And again, the difference between man and God is God's forgiveness is unlimited. Men, man only has we only have but a certain, but to a certain point before. We all have, you know, a cutoff. You know, I can forgive you, but so many times before, okay, this is not conducive to my purpose in life. God's pur- one of God's main purposes in our lives is to be a source of grace and mercy, which is, again, tied to forgiveness. And if you ask him for it, he will grant you it. He already has. So realistically, he just wants to know that you acknowledge him for that. And that's all he's wanting to hear from you. And so to kind of wrap that part up is forgiving yourself is really asking forgiveness from God because God created you and he factored in all these mistakes that you were going to make. He factored in all the shortcomings that you would have so you don't have to feel bad for not being perfect. God doesn't ask us to be perfect. He just asks us to be available. Like I said earlier, just he just wants you to be available. So be available to forgive yourself. Let the burden be laid at his feet. Let, let the burden of whatever it is, decision that you feel bad about, let it be laid before him so that he can take that in for you. He's so, he's so powerful, he can hold all that for you. Again, we, we sometimes condition ourselves to think that God is human. He's not human. He's, he's, he's much bigger than that. And so... He's not, he's not only holding my burdens, he's holding your burdens. He's holding your grief. He's holding your shame. He's holding your guilt. And he's like, I just want you to give it to me. I can take it, but I need you to give it to me. And this is a part of him giving us free will. He wants you to willingly give that to him because this is a God that will love you no matter what happens, no matter what position you think you're in. Do you think that because you're suffering from the consequences of your decisions that God sometimes somehow doesn't want you anymore. If that's the case, if you feel that way, stop disqualifying yourself and just stop disqualifying God. Do not limit God in this regard. This is again, this is one of the main reasons He is here for us. Is to grant us another chance. It's to grant us another chance. Just just if you want to just take that and just apply that is with God, I always have a chance. Now, I'm not telling you to keep making these decisions to put yourself in positions like this, but we need forgiveness every day. And this is not, again, this is not a free pass to say, oh, I'm just going to keep making bad decisions. I'm going to keep, you know, uh, living this life of sin that gets me in positions that I know I don't want to be at on the back end. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that even if... When even if you do mess up in your efforts to get closer to God, it's not going to disrupt who God is. See, oftentimes in our lives, people will change who they are to you based on the mistakes that you make. If you make, if you continue to make mistakes, if you continue to make bad decisions, their relationship with you will will basically end. Will cease at some point. We, have, we all have limitations. However, again, this is, this is God. This is not somebody who ends. He is not somebody whose love ends for you. And so what I say today, today is love yourself enough to forgive yourself. Love yourself enough to forgive yourself. So um, we're going to go into now the... Forgiveness when it comes to you forgiving people in your life right um and all of us in one way or another have you know had some sense of wrongdoing done to our lives you know some uh is is greater than others um but nonetheless it's still you know maybe uh, a level of trauma or a level of pain or um level of just discomfort that you've been brought uh, maybe by other people in your life and you know it's difficult giving somebody the same thing that Christ gives us, which is again grace, and that's where again the basis is found, because Christ and G- Christ gives up, gave us mercy and gave us grace to die for us, even when He knew we were still going to be living um, in lives of sin for years to come, He still did it anyway, and so um, I challenge anybody who's maybe maybe uh, may maybe difficult to to forgive um ask yourself this if Jesus can do it for me and he and he didn't even he never saw me he but he he knew who I was he always he knows who everybody is but Jesus did this far before far before any of us were here physically and so if he can do that for us you know you can definitely you're definitely able and capable to do that for the per- person that maybe you need to forgive because, see, too often the world paints a picture that forgiveness is about you letting another person, get, you know, get off scot-free. Um, you're giving them a pass. You're you're enabling them to keep doing what it is that they're doing, to keep making the same mistakes that they keep making. And contrary to that, forgiveness is not about the other person, but it's about you. There are so many people that. walk this planet and and carry scars and burdens um, from their past or from their, you know, maybe recent uh, past in their, you know, almost virtually in their present, if you will, that they don't have to hold on to, that you don't have to hold on to. You can let things go again, present that and and bring that to the throne, because although it's not your responsibility, it's not your responsibility to change somebody and make them make the right decisions all of a sudden. But it is your responsibility to give whatever was done to you, to God. And so you have to have in your mind that that is what I can do for myself. And then the second half of that is how do you, you know, proceed with whoever, you know, this the party was that did that, you know, whatever brought the pain or trauma or whatever to your life. Um, one one uh, just to give an example I understand right now you know we're in a time and a social climate where you know we're as a me being a black person in America we are at this point where we are just pretty much leash uh lashing out um from all the years of oppression that we've had in this country and it is ne- it is necessary you know to some degree I I feel that it is necessary because just because you've been oppressed doesn't mean you'd be silent. I would never, I, I don't want anybody to be silent about something that they have experienced. And that's for us as a whole race. Now, there has to be a sense of forgiveness in all this. Because, it, see, the thing is, this might not be a popular opinion, but if I can't forgive the people that did this to me, then I'll be walking around with the same hate that they had for me in the first place. And think about that for, you know, whatever situation you're in right now is you have to give up that hate that's in your heart. Because pain, see what pain does, especially when we feel as though we didn't deserve the pain that we've been put in, right? It's it's a little easier to accept, I'll say, you know, pain that was caused by ourselves, right? We We made some wrong decisions and we put ourselves in that place, right? But there's other times where people whether from our past or from our present, have put us in situations that we feel we didn't deserve. We didn't. We shouldn't be in that situation. We shouldn't be in that predicament. And it's a hard pill to swallow to say, well, I want them to experience everything that I did. And the thing is, that's not your responsibility. Again, your responsibility is only to present to God everything that you are trying to carry, that you know you're, you know, you and I both know you cannot carry. You were not meant to carry. Whether you did something to deserve or you didn't. It's all it's all something that God can take from you. And He can say and He can say, Give this to me. I believe it's in Peter. Uh 2 Peter it says, Cast all your cares and concerns unto me. And that's in the level of at the level of concern that's a concern that's that's weighed that's weighing heavy on your heart and when you can't let that go it affects you in other areas of your life that are indirectly from the thing that you are sitting here saying that you've gotten over you know so for example I just want to you know put it in layman's terms is let's say um you know let's say some somebody beat me up years ago you know I fought somebody at school, they, they embarrassed me, humiliated me, I got I got totally wrecked. And now, um, years later, I'm working in my corporate job and I'm pretty much uh I guess you could call it nagging and, and uh really just kind of reigning and, and managing with an iron fist at my corporate level job. And I'm taking out what I what experience I felt years ago and now I'm putting it on my uh my my coworkers and you know, my employees or wherever. And so you see how that it it was not direct, like you're not you're not beating up anybody, you're not, you know, physically harming or injuring anybody, but now you're you're almost belittling your coworkers because of an experience that you had years before. And that's not something that's okay. Because now you're, again, you're putting more burden on yourself because now this is more that I have to go to God for. Because I I could have went to God up front and said, God, I'm upset. I was humiliated, I was embarrassed by this person who, who basically beat me up, made me look crazy, embarrassed me. And because I didn't bring that to you like I should have, now I'm in a situation where I've become the same thing that I always spoke against, and that's because you didn't. That's because you didn't forgive them. That's what, not that's what unforgiveness will do to you, if you don't do that for the other person. Um, matter of fact, more so for yourself. Excuse me. Now, here's what forgiveness is not, and I'm gonna take this and apply forgiveness to the other person. So now. If there's another person here and you're trying to basically weigh how to maneuver with this person moving forward, forgiveness is not enabling you to keep going back to the source of your pain and or trauma. Forgiveness does not mean that I have to forgive you and everything goes back to normal because See, like I said, on the back end of forgiveness is wisdom, because now, now that I have wisdom, now that I have the wisdom of God, now I can properly discern, okay, how do I interact with this person moving forward? And since, so, like I said, some people will try to convince you that because you, for, you have forgiven them, that you have to treat them the same way as you've treated them before the said trauma or pain even happened. And that's not true that would be unwise and God is not God does not give us any he is not the God I will say of of making the same mistake over and over again and so what I want to tell you is that you don't have to be burdened because your relationship with this person or whoever that may be is not the same because your interactions with this person are not the same some people um I will say on the other end, will maybe say, well, if you don't do this, then you're not forgiving me. And that's not true. Don't let, that, don't let that be painted as a truth for you. And so forgiveness means that you've allowed them to be, you've allowed God basically to be the reason why they either change or whatever else happens to them. You're allowing God to basically have the interactions with them now, not yourself. Because doing that to yourself will continue to put yourself in a place of needing to forgive them over and over again when it's not your job. Now, again, you have to be mindful. I'm not telling anybody. Um, let's just talk about this, right? Because it's actually it's funny. I read this this morning um, in my uh, devotional time. I was in Mark. And... Um, It was when Jesus was talking about the topic of divorce, and I know divorce is a very, uh, it's a very, I would say, uh, controversial, if you will, topic, because um, traditionally, we'll say, um, we have always uh, aligned the Bible with staying with somebody despite, you know, their wrongdoings, despite the things that they may fall short in, and that is true, Um, however, There are two instances from what I was reading this morning where divorce is allowable in the sight of God, which is if somebody um, commits sexual immorality, i.e., they go out and they have an affair or they're cheating on you, um, or if that person um, pretty much walks away from you in the the faith, per se. So if they start to worship other gods and and things of that nature— Um, so that means that you guys are no longer equally yoked at that point. So those are the two instances, you know, where, again, you can forgive the person for maybe, you know, maybe not meeting that expectation that you were supposed to, you know, coming into a marriage, you obviously expect your partner to be, um, you know, truthful, to be honest and to, you know, keep the vows. And then the same thing, you know, with, um, being equally yoked, um, It is my belief, personally, that you cannot be married to somebody where you are not equally yoked. Um, It may start that way. I'm not saying it can't start that way. But it it definitely is unwise to try to be in relationship with somebody who does not believe in Christ the same way that you do. Because there will be a lot of things that that don't align in terms of your actions and, and the way that you carry yourself. And it is, for sure, um, a point of of argument, a point of uh, uh, potential chaos, arguments, things of that nature. Uh, I'm not saying that that couldn't work where, again, it starts that way. Um, And, you know, hopefully and maybe, you know, you form a a, uh, maybe the other person forms a relationship with Jesus. But see, at that point, really, if you think about it, that would be more so a mission and not. A uh, relationship with that person If it makes sense um, See a lot of times our, our, our expectations are tied to our disappointments And then when we're disappointed um, In you know Whether that's ourselves or in other people It's tied to whatever expectation We had coming into it So that's why I said it's not wise Because if you're expecting To be with this person You know for the rest of your life Potentially I would think that it doesn't seem wise to be with somebody who does not believe the same thing that you do. Um, it just is that the foundation is thrown off. And therefore, you can't build a house on a foundation that is not there. Because as soon as chaos starts to happen, the house will fall. So, um, but again, that, that's a situation where, again, in divorce, where you, you, have, you can forgive the person. You can forgive them. But that doesn't mean you have to continue to stay in the marriage, and I'm not. And and to so those people who have divorced for reasons outside of those, I'm not telling you that you're wrong. I am not saying that at all. I'm not trying to to condemn you or say that you know you're not going to be able to have a relationship with Christ anywhere. I that is not what I'm saying. Um, but I was just using that as an example um, or examples where forgiveness can kick in. Um, especially in, in something so holy and so sacred as a marriage where you know you definitely want to be sure that you have an idea uh, about what forgiveness really is um, so you don't continue to put yourself through trauma that you don't have to put yourself through um, if that person that you're married to is not treating you right. Um, same thing with friendships. Friendships, uh, if people are not being able to um, just do things that are conducive to bettering your relationship with Christ really is what really was what it is um when you have friends um the the friends should be able to tell you an ugly truth rather than a beautiful lie that's what real friends should do and you know sometimes we think that they're they're protecting us sometimes they will think they're protecting us but really it it's setting ourselves up for a false level of expectation and as a friend, sometimes um, that's something that you can't, something that you really can't take lightly. Um, but you can understand that, hey, you know what? I understand and I forgive you for maybe not being honest with me because I understand you wanted to protect me for whatever reason or another. Um, again, that's not your battle. It's not your fight. Um, forgiveness is is the Lord's fight. And on the times where it can be hard to do. We have to be bold enough to present it to the Lord and we have to be bold enough to make the decisions to put ourselves in a better position. So we don't have to keep recreating these moments of trauma and pain because we want to maintain relationships and friendships that we have tried to convince ourselves are the best thing for us when we know deep down it's not. And it's it's not something that we want to hear a lot of times. Like I said, it's it's you have to ask yourself, you can I'm, I've i heard plenty of people say over the years, hey, I'd rather somebody tell me the truth than tell me a lie, regardless of what the situation is. Right. And that may be true. That's an ideal experience that you would want to have with any friend. However, the question is, are you ready to receive? Are you will, are you willing to receive the ugly truth over that beautiful lie? You know, and so you that's something that you have to ask yourself when it comes to friendships before getting into them. Um, But then forgiveness, again, um, you want to—here's my thing. We are all, to some degree, going to have to forgive each other. We're all going to have to forgive ourselves because we all fall short. But again, the common denominator is here, that if you present all the things that you've done either to yourself or other people that have done things to you, you have to learn to get into a habit of bringing it to God first. It's very easy for us to go with our human emotion. Emotion kicks in and we kind of just either sit there or we try to get it off of us, right? Nobody wants to have—I I don't believe that anybody ideally wants to carry around hurt and harm and, and, and uh, hate um, and disdain for, for the rest of their lives. Nobody wants to do that. We all want to get it off of us. The only problem is some of, some of us have chosen, at times, including myself, to get us to to get the emotion off in ways that are destructive to us, as opposed to beneficial to us. And the beneficial way to do it is to go to God, present it to God. Let God know everything that you feel. God is not afraid of anything that you're that you want to say, whether it's about. The situation at hand, or it's about him. There's nothing that you can say or do that will hurt him. So, if you can be honest and say, "Lord, this person really hurt me. I really cared for this person a lot, and they really hurt me. I don't know what to do, Lord. I'm I'm at the right now. I'm experiencing all these emotions, and I just need to give that to you." That's an example of you being brutally honest with God and saying, "God, I'm angry. God, I'm angry." I. I want them to feel the same amount of harm as as I've been dealt, but I know that's not right. And see, that's the thing. God never said that we were exempt from experiencing human emotion. He just said, I am the way, what Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. I am the way to experience these emotions without sinning, without having to carry this burden. That you don't have to do that by yourself. And a lot of times we feel, like I said, forgiveness is is relinquishing some sort of power to whoever hurt us. Christ, is, Christ has always had the power. He's always had the power and he always will have the power. So why burden yourself over a power that's already been written? Before that person even did that to you, Christ already had the power. Right? And sometimes we, and we don't understand God's will for our lives at times. Sometimes we... We always think that it's supposed to be prosperous, but sometimes maybe that, deci- that decision that you made to get yourself in this position or maybe that relationship that failed you is, is, a, is a divine setup so that you can trust God more than you trust anything. See, like I got to say humans, we are all flawed. You know, I don't care if you have a best friend that you've been best friends with for years or, you know, boyfriend or husband, whatever it is. They are people. And to some degree in your life, whether they are big or small, they will fall short. But Christ is the only one who did not fall short. And so the question is today, will you give your will you forgive yourself? Will you forgive others? Right? And and put down that hate and say, It's not that I it's not that I I have this crazy amount of love for you. And sometimes you may not have the craziest amount of love for yourself, if I'm being honest. That's just, again, part. that's a part of sometimes the journey. But as long as you're honest and say, you know what, as much as I can say that maybe I don't love myself right now, or maybe I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of this person, I'm God's biggest fan. I'm Christ's biggest fan. I'm, I, I love Christ too much, because I, and, I love, and because I love him, I know that he wants better for me. And so you don't have to carry the shoulder of that burden. You don't have to carry that, that hate anymore. Just let him have it. And realize that like the podcast, that it's his cape, not yours. So guys, with that being said, I just wanted to, just want to close out and uh, hope you guys are having a great week right now. And I hope that, the rest of the summer, it starts opening up for your whoever's listening to this. Um, like I said, start giving whatever you're holding against somebody else or against yourself. Start giving that to God. Get that shame. Get that guilt. Get that hate. Get it. Get it off of you. But get it off of you the right way. And this is just because I, because really, I don't want anybody to experience anything that. I've been through I've been through sometimes like this personally with if I'm being honest with you guys. And so I don't want anybody else to have to carry the burdens when they don't have to. When there is a better way. If there's a better way, why not take the better route? It might not always be the most attractive route. It might not always sound like the most appealing uh to your flesh, to your emotions. But trust and believe that your spirit will Do something, so so somebody always said to me, do something that your future self will thank you for. And that is true. But do today, do something today that your spirit will thank you for, not your flesh. Because more times than not, our flesh is trying to deceive us. Our flesh is trying to push us towards things that are really destructive. So do something today that your spirit, that your spirit, get get allow God to be in your spirit today. And do something that your spirit would appreciate. More than your flesh would. I challenge you to do that this week, this upcoming week. Do something. All right. So, with that all being said, um, it's a pleasure, guys. You know, please always tune in. Um, we are on all the major platforms at this point in time. Um, my name is Brandon Merchant again. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Brandon underscore Merchant, and if you want to follow uh, the podcast page, it's his cape underscore not yours um, on Instagram as well. Tune in. Uh, give us some suggestions if you would like at some topics, you know, that you would want to hear about. And we'll definitely be sure to implement some suggestions that you guys throw out there. Um, so with that all being said, God bless. Take care. Have a great rest of your week.